0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the Spartan Crazies with Ryan and Tim. Uh, Today we're going to talk about, uh, recap the two MSU games from last, basketball games from last week, and we're going to preview the Wisconsin and Northwestern games, and then uh, Tim's going to talk about some narratives, and I'm going to talk a little bit of football, and we're going to make our Big Ten game picks at the end.
1: So, uh, take it away, Tim. Okay, welcome back. Um, so we had, a you know, the two games, uh, Indiana's the first one. That's what we're going to do. This was a loss on the road at assembly hall. Um, this started out pretty almost identical to the Purdue game. And I'm sure you and I were probably thinking similar things like, well, you know, um, it's hard to really pinpoint it. I think it's a little bit of... You know, they're a little um, shell-shocked, to be honest. They aren't um, that confident. As, you know, and you need confidence for shots to go in, so none of your shots are dropping and everything's going in for Indiana, which was what was happening. Um, I did think that the tide would turn, A, because they already had that experience at Purdue, and B... Um, Michigan State was basically missing everything, and Indiana was making everything. And I thought, well, surely there will be a little bit of regression to the mean. And that did occur. Um, They cut the lead. Could have been even less, but it was down to seven by half, and I thought that was something they could work with. And then second half, the team actually looked a lot better in the second half. They, um, you know, were trading baskets, but then some uh you know a flurry of threes from Michigan State and all of a sudden we're looking at the score and they're up 3 Michigan State and after what was it they were down 15 at a certain point like right when the game began you'll take being up by 3 on the road um ultimately uh and I think this was sort of the disappointing part MSU just Being in a close game, couldn't finish it out. They had opportunities. You know, the Tillman play at the end. I think it's hard. You know, he didn't know he had as much time as he did. He probably could have brought it down and just dunked it. But can't really blame it on him there. He tried to put it back in another universe. He might have made that. We go to OT. But you know what? I don't think necessarily Michigan State deserved to win. I think they could have snuck away and stolen a win. Um, they didn't. I'm going to let you um, butt in. Maybe you could give a couple performances that you saw and you enjoyed. Um, what do you think?
0: I mean, Cash just had a really good second half. Uh, I think He started out, what, three for three from three to start the second half. Uh but I yeah, mean, I thought he was really good, and then uh, Gabe Brown hit a couple of threes. Uh, you know, I was impressed by him. I, I mean, Rocket didn't wasn't great, but he hit a three, hit both his free throws. I mean, Tillman did didn't have. I mean, he, he almost had a double double again. He but I mean, obviously he just struggled at the end. And he, I mean it. it it, it, I just felt like that was a tip he should have made. And I was not going to lie. I was pretty upset when he missed it.
1: So and did you hear um, that it was indeed a lob? It wasn't. I did a, not know that. Yeah, Cassius um, confirmed. And this is... I'm remembering this. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Cassius confirmed. Um, he was lobbing it, and it was a great defensive play by um, Trace Jackson Davis. So... Give them the credit. Again, I think when you go on the road, you got to earn it. Assemb- assembly Hall, the, fan, the, mo- the fans, the momentum, that's at least worth four points. Um, and MSU didn't overcome that. And them walking away with the loss, you know, there was a couple of plays that I definitely think were questionable. The basket interference calls, we may never get – clarification um, but you know that being said MSU could have gotten you know a stop here and there a couple you know I thought the rebounding the fact that now albeit Indiana's a good rebounding team um, they had 31 MSU had 29 um, so they out rebounded MSU Apparently, um, they they doubled them in offensive boards too. Yeah, and that that, there's there's the answer right there. MSU lives on the boards, and this team out rebounded them, and guess what? They got out rebounded twice. They lost by, you know, two possessions. There you go. Um, Turnovers not great. There was a couple that were just really sloppy. Um, I think. You just can't overcome those slow starts, and it's such a cliche that everyone's saying, but when you spot them 15 points, it's hard to win at a, on a team's home court. That's very obvious. Um, you know, Malik Hall was strong. He didn't really have the biggest impact, but I thought that what he did, he got a couple of rebounds when he came in. I liked that. i like to see that. A couple blocks. Um, you said... You know Tillman didn't have his best game. That's true. But he was listed as the MVP. I he know. was well. You know he had two steals, three blocks, five assists, ten rebounds. I mean, when you fill it up like that, it's not bad. It's pretty good actually. But you know that Joey Brunk guy. I I told you know I told you guys this was going to happen. This guy's face we hated to see it. Um, of course Durham, you know hits important threes and important moments, of course he does. Um, but, again, Foster Lawyer had two good looks in the first half. I think he needs to be able to hit these sh- – you know, a shot or two on the road. We're talking about wide open, top of the key. you got to get one of those for us. And um, his confidence is taken, I think, a little step back, and that's going into the Minnesota game, but we'll get to that. Um Honestly, he's been fine. It's just, you know, those small contributions could make all the difference on the road, right? Um, Marcus Bingham, I mean, I don't even remember much of what was even going on there, you know. It says he had 15 minutes. Um, Malik Hall played more. He did it at three. That's true. Um, And he... You know, I'm glad you brought that up. They started the game with the game plan of going to Marcus. It, they got him on the block down low, and he tried. And then they, he took, like, a mid-range jumper, and he hit it, actually. And then hit a three. I don't know if we brought this up, but they've uh, I think this happened since our last podcast. They said in a um, presser that <laughs> the coaches identified Marcus is shooting differently in um, practice, than in games. In practice, he's shooting fine. We talked about this. He has to be hitting shots in practice. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no, not, There's nothing I could possibly imagine why they would keep letting him shoot. You know, Cause missing everything it seems when it comes to the three point. Um, they said that he's rushing it in the game so he's practicing, watching more film, practicing, trying to, you know, um, shoot like he does in practice at a higher clip. And I thought he came out. His jump shot looked good. Um, then he missed a couple others. Um, or, sorry, one other. I was looking at his um, two point field goals. So, anyway, this one, you know, we don't see Indiana again. Hopefully, I don't know about hopefully, but, you know, maybe they'll see each other in the Big Ten I'd Conference. See, I'd
0: rather play Purdue than Indiana in the Big Ten tournament.
1: Yeah, I don't know. When it comes to that, I'm not really sure. Like, I just at, I, I I hate Purdue more. When than Purdue. when it <laughs> yeah. comes to per when it comes to the Big Ten tournament, one team could be reeling at that moment, and one could be flourishing. So I, you know, I think it when it comes to those two teams, they're not that far off. Um, on a neutral court, just take the one that's in the better form.
0: I did, I just I'd just rather play Purdue because I hate them more than I hate. Indiana. Well there you go, <laughs> rivalry, yeah. sort of. It's a it's Purdue's national championship. Let's just
1: well, they certainly don't play for actual ones. Um, if we're being fair. <laughs> um, okay, so this was an important game because um, MSU the the race for first in the Big Ten is tightening up. Um, in fact, after this game was played, Illinois played uh, Michigan. Correct. Um, a game that Ryan and I both thought Michigan would probably win, being on their home court. Um, I don't. No, I
0: think we. So we pick Penn. We pick Penn State to beat them. You know, I think. We
1: both oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, sorry. We. I picked Illinois, and I can't remember what you picked. I think I picked Illinois. Okay, so at any rate, um, it's on their home court. Right, um, we're in this case. I I know some people are kind of just hoping to see Michigan keep losing, but I was torn. I would have been nice to have stayed in first, but then Minnesota game occurs and MSU is tied for first again. As as it stands, MSU is tied with Illinois for first. Um, there are no tiebreakers; they would just share a title. But I think it has to be noted that they have both played each other in East Lansing but um man does that champagne game that's champagne gonna be game. I think the you know unless Illinois falls off a cliff which let's be real this is not something that's out of the realm of possibility where they just it's go on that. a crazy losing streak um I don't really think that will happen but it's possible
0: I think I think at this point they're kind of they're established, established. yeah
1: yeah, you know, but they're starting, you know, they're ranked, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to. They're starting to, to get a little bit of uh, maybe buzz. And, just, you know, kids read their press
0: peop- Some people have brought up a good point that on, in road games, everybody gets up for MSU. I don't think anybody really cares about Illinois.
1: They're going to start. Yeah, yeah. they've had that advantage yeah. so far. And MSU, when you're the class of the conference, you have to deal with these sort of things. And you know what? They do deal with these things, and they know they're coming. Um, And you've got Cassius Winston as the captain. I'll take it. But um, We're kind of going on a tangent here. Uh, I was kind of hoping maybe Michigan would win. And when, you know, they lost, I think I'd already said, but this team is in trouble. Yeah,
0: they're damn near done.
1: Um, We can maybe touch on a little bit of news that happened today. I'm sure a lot of people know already, but... How about we um, go into Minnesota? Yep. Okay. Alright, so, I just want this to be said. I was very adamant, not on the podcast, but in our private settings, um, that Michigan State was going to destroy Minnesota. Um, I said that with conviction. After the Indiana game. Yes. Actually, I said it before. I said no matter what happens in Indiana game, Minnesota is fudged, to paraphrase. Um, and that is what happened. It. I'm going to talk about a couple of sort of narrative-like things after this, but um, we did in the preview, we mentioned how MSU is now on a four-game winning streak at the barn. Yep. And these things don't happen, you know, by accident, I don't think, Um Tom Izzo has quite a streak going over um, Rick Pitino right now. Uh, I, sorry, Richard Pitino. The
0: last time you lost to them was Miles Freshman year in the Big Ten tournament. I yes,
1: think. and that wasn't a very good MSU team. Not. So, um, comes out, cash is a little slow, but the team's kind of in there. And I could tell this, was, this wasn't Purdue and this wasn't Indiana because, um, A, Minnesota wasn't really hitting shots like that, and B, MSU was – scoring in getting stops and the crowd wasn't necessarily in it and you felt times and this is the barn you felt times where they wanted to get into it and MSU pretty much just extinguished that every time um, I'm sure there are going to be people that want to write this off like whatever whatever you know Let let it be known that MSU is um, two and two on the road in the Big Ten three and two on the road in general they are above 500 on the road. I don't think we can walk around yet and say, really, if we know if they're going to be worse or better on the road. I think right now you'd have to guess they're going to be probably a little...
0: Minnesota's not terrible. I mean, most people haven't been to the tournament. We'll
1: we'll get into that further. Um, This game, storyline... Malik Hall started in place of Marcus uh, Bingham, and um, Rocket Watts started in place of Aaron Henry. Now, I think everybody knew that, of course, um, Marcus Bingham would get some minutes still. It's not like he was getting benched, benched. But I think everybody definitely knew still Aaron Henry was going to play starter minutes. He just wasn't starting. And it was to... I think Izzo wanted to make a point. Um, Aaron had a great game. I know people have mentioned he had four turnovers. One of them was a double dribble. I just absolutely disagree with the call. It was a bad call. Um, You could get into the specifics if you wanted, but I don't think that was a double dribble. I think... The rest sometimes are just looking too hard to call things, you know. If you every time you a player has the ball, you could probably um, say he, he cradles traveled, the ball. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Yeah. It, so it's like it's like holding in football. You're right. I don't. Every play. I don't agree with that call. He had four steals and he was active on the defensive end. I mean, he hounded Marcus Carr. He was really. I there were. Um, a couple of possessions where I specifically watched him on defense, and he made that guy's life miserable. And then the the possession would end in him stealing the ball, and I was like, wow. I mean, I choose to watch Aaron Henry, and he plays insane defense and steals the ball. I mean, this, there's a reason people talk about Aaron, his NBA potential, yada, yada, yada. Um, when it comes to scoring... He only had nine points, but he was you know fifty percent from three, one for two, um, fifty percent from the floor, not bad. I mean, he had some good finishes off of his steals. He had four rebounds, two assists. Um, he's you know when he's pushing, he's got that speed. You know, he did that cool Euro step off of a a steal finish transition sort of thing. This he's making an impact, and I think that's what you want to see. If he's got that impact on the defensive end, and MSU is uh, rolling downhill with Cassius Winston with the ball. That's when they're most dangerous. That's when they put teams out. That's when they break their will and the game's over, you know, with 10 minutes left. That We've seen it countless times. Um, they can't get anything. And it's, there's this 6'6 six, six guard who's crazy athletic, you know, hounding you. That's what, you know, when people get mad about Izzo getting all over Aaron, this is what Izzo wants. This is what he's riding him for he wants him to play like this because when he plays like this they could beat anybody in the country i don't care what you say um when it comes to home away whatever i'm talking about neutral court to win a national championship um xavier tillman 17 points 10 rebounds five assists two blocks i mean come on man someone around from the free throw line yeah i mean he he did miss that one Uh, front end of the one-on-one and that upset me because he had just missed one previous. So that's like three on the board that he left. That being said, I want to give him credit because he made like his first four and, you know, it goes a long way, I think. Um, Cassius, he came to play. He was was wet. I mean, his jumper was there this, you know, tonight. He had eight assists. I mean, 18 and eight. I mean, pretty good. Um, Gabe Brown kind of had a Gabe Brown performance. Um, He was there. Six rebounds. I think that's where you saw his impact a couple times. Rocket Watts is starting to get more comfortable. A lot, you know, smoother. I think the only gripe I have with him is that the ball does pretty much stop every time it gets to him. And he'll kind of look around and jab. If he could pick his times a little wiser when to do that and when to make a quick pass or a quick play... I think he's getting much better at it, but he can improve on that. he um, he's so fast, you know, if people can't predict what he's going to do, he's going to kill people. But as it stands, you could guess a flip of a coin, he's going to get the ball and stop there for a second or two. I mean, how many times does he do that? It's repeatedly. Um, Kithier, horrible first half, came out a little angry and a little better second half. I know people have been riding him, but I think he had a couple of nice plays um, in the second half. Nothing, like, insane, but better from him. Foster hasn't been hitting. Um, I expect that to to change, and if it doesn't, that's not good news for him. Um, because we're talking about just open threes, right? I mean, the defense, you know, all that other stuff... not. Totally different, but just hitting the three. Everybody out there knows how to do it. He's supposed to be really, really good at it, though. Um, Bingham, just I mean, he, he came in for a little bit in the first half, and that's it. I remember thinking at the end of the game, did he, Marble did he more. even play like Marble had
0: more minutes than I mean.
1: him. It was weird. Like he, he must be in the doghouse right now. I know he. Had, I remember one play. He got a block, and that was a. Momentum shift. Um, But I've been kind of dancing around this. I believe. Malik Hall. I wanted to talk about him, but I didn't. I wanted him to have his own. What do you think?
0: He's been playing well. He's playing well defensively, for sure.
1: Well, he started. Now, let's go to the game on Wednesday. Um, Home against Northwestern. That's a game I think we should all comfortably you know, chalk up as a Michigan State win, however much it's by. Now of course they could lose, but they shouldn't. Um who's gonna start at the four, right?
0: I think it just depends on matchups. I, I think Bingham's gonna start. I I honestly I I think Malik Hall's gonna gonna play a lot, but I think
1: I think Malik Hall will play more than Bingham, but I think Bingham's gonna start. He might for the tip, you remember what yep, I said? Yep. Right? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I, I tweeted this. I didn't see much to, in my mind, change the starting lineup. I mean, I didn't see, oh, Bingham clearly should have started. Now, again, it's a ro- rotating door, so it kind of doesn't matter if you're rotating them in and out. But, man, Malik has been strong. He had great finishes. He was three for three from the floor. He made his only free throw. He had six rebounds, an assist, just the one turnover. Now he has sort of a um a foul issue, but the thing is, is um, a they have so many bodies at that position that it doesn't really matter that much if he gets in the foul trouble. Um, and B, he's a freshman, so. Those are sort of things you see with freshmen. You know, they don't have quite the discipline. And honestly, we brought this up. Those guys at the four, they're soaking up fouls that they don't want Xavier Tillman to get. That's why they're putting those guys on those big guys. You know, they're stopping them sometimes. I don't know how much more effective Tillman would be all the time. But I do know what would happen is he would get fouls. And then he'd be on the bench and then MSU is in pickle. Um I think this was pretty comprehensive. They pretty much ran him out the gym. There was a couple times they had the opportunity to truly put them away, but they kind of didn't, and it all ended the same. Um, I don't really think there's much to mention on the other team other than Oturu. You know, he got his 19 points, his six rebounds, but honestly, they took him out. I mean, I watched the highlights again, and... End of the game, when MSU is kind of running away with it, his body language was terrible. He was going through the motions. He was upset. You know, he was kind of jawing at some of them. He's frustrated. And you know why he's frustrated? Because they made him work all night long. And and that's what MSU does. They grind you out. And then look, look up at the score. They just beat you by 18 at home. Um I think they've only won or lost two other times this season at home. And they lost a non-con game. I know they lost. Yeah, we could look it up. But at any rate, it's a pretty good um home team, and you know MSU took it to them, as I predicted. As you know, I I know I think most people probably picked MSU to win. I specifically expected this, um, because this is kind of what Cassius and Izzo do to this version of Minnesota. Um, you have any other people to point out? Or out? I uh,
0: pretty much covered everything. I mean, I was I was impressed. I mean, I expected them to win. I kind of was leaning towards what you thought, that they'd blow them out. Just I, I feel like, I know some people have brought this up too, but I felt like MSU, they probably saw Illinois won on Saturday and was like, wow, we kind of... They they didn't need to win, but they kind of felt
1: some urgency to stay. They had certainly had motivation for this one. Um, Okay, well, MSU is now tied, like we said, for first. A couple of things. um, I think. Well, one MSU is seventh in Ken Bomb. They are to. Down after having a stint at number one in offense, they're down to tenth. They're up to nineteenth in defense. So they're getting better on defense. And this is what I was sort of predicting was gonna happen. I think that they were better than the thirtieth defensive best team. I think they're gonna to creep toward top ten. And if they're top ten in both, I mean that's what we said is the barometer for um national champions. Um three point percentage. Up to 34.5, it's creeping up. They're getting, you know, they're making their threes. They really are. Um, I also wanted to mention holding Minnesota to 52 points on their home court. It. They made it look easier than it is because I don't think Minnesota probably is going to score 52 in many of their games, let alone at home. Um, yeah, so those are just a couple of miscellaneous things I wanted to point out. Um, So, we, I guess we could talk about the narratives I kind of wanted to bring up. Okay, so here's the deal. Some people worried about the team. Of course, this team came in preseason number one, right? thinking, okay, let's win a national championship. They lose Josh Langford. I think you have to take that into account. It's not an excuse, but you have to take it into account. That was why they were picked number one. They had also a five-star senior. You know, he's a pretty good basketball player. Um, you know, they've got five losses now. Their overall record is 15-5. Uh, and five. They're projected around a four seed right now in the NCAA tournament, um, a lot of people were thinking, got blown out at Purdue. Can't win it at Indiana. Now this team struggles on the road. I want to bring this to your attention, Ryan. And this isn't what I'm – I'm not saying this is the reason. I'm saying to consider this. We already know Mackey is a place that MSU has a lot of trouble playing. They just have always. A lot of good MSU basketball teams have lost at Mackey. MSU, as of late, has had trouble with Indiana and at Assembly Hall. It is the exact same scenario, basically. And, let it be known, these are two historically, like, you know, sort of hard places to play. I mean, these are... This is, uh, Assembly Hall? I mean, you kidding me? It's not the same Indiana as of, of you know, history, but... It's possible that we caught them playing their two hardest road games in the span of like a week's time, and I think, and there's the reason I picked them to blow out uh, Minnesota. I think that going forward, you might want to take a look at where they have trouble playing. Um, we went over sort of, or I should say, I did. I went over sort of like the next whole month of road games. I want to go over them with you, Ryan, because I think you might see where I'm going with this, and I think you might agree. Um, Some of these places, they just don't have trouble. Some of these places that, um, you know, MSU plays on the road, you know, they say, people love to say, oh, it's hard to win on the big... On the road in the Big Ten this season. Well, that's just a, a blanket statement, right? I mean, that can't pop It's not hard for teams to beat Northwestern on the road. So, there's an exception right there. Um, MSU, not great at Assembly Hall. Not great at Mackey. But, let's look at their upcoming road games, Ryan. Um, at Wisconsin. Um... What's their uh, current record against Wisconsin? They won eight straight against Wisconsin. So, eight straight. That means they're on a winning streak at Kohl Center, verifiably. Um, I don't know the exact number. We're not going to get all into that. But Brad Davidson never even beaten MSU. I think MSU is going to have no trouble going in and beating the team that they just beat. Um, Even if it's on the road. um, They've just owned them. Now, you could say they're due. I don't think it's always necessarily works that way. If one team's just way better, it, their due sometimes doesn't come. Trust me, I played on teams where our due never came. Um, and then we, next home game, Michigan. Now, this was a game, because of the rivalry, you would think, you know, could lose there. It, it This has turned into, I would be absolutely sick. If they lost to Michigan at Chrysler. Because Michigan is reeling. They are not doing well. They're not playing well. They've lost four straight, I think. Um, news broke today that Xavier Simpson is suspended. I think we both put the chances of him missing the MSU game at about 0% chance. But um, at any rate, it looks like Livers may have re-injured himself. He might not even be back for that game. This is not a, a good team. Now, they'll get up from MSU, but... I don't know how much that's going to take <laughs> I, I wonder how uh, many MSU
0: fans are going to be in that I don't know room. how many
1: – how up they're going.
0: <laughs> I, I don't even know how, big, how great of an atmosphere is going to be because I have a feeling
1: there's going to be a lot of MSU fans in that game. Um. So, yeah, it let's say two teams that I think they should beat. And I know you could have said that about Purdue or Indiana, but how, do they – are they winning all the time at Mackey and Assembly Hall? No, that's the answer. Um. And they've, they won last year at Michigan, and I don't think they played at the Kohl Center. Did they? They did play at the Kohl Center. Yeah, you're played. right. You're yep. right. Yeah. So they won at these places last year, lost at those places last year. Um, now, you get to the Illinois game. We've already said it. Biggest game of the season, I think. Uh, this is monumental, uh, unless, of course, something changes in between. But Michigan State played an ugly game that they lost last year. That's a game where I think you should rightfully feel that you could be worried about an, a loss, and it would be a huge loss. Um, that one's going to be... My heart's going to be racing for an hour before that game starts, I think. Um, that would be one I would circle. But then you got go to Nebraska. Now, MSU hasn't had any issue playing there in recent years. Now, I think they got a win against Denzel's team, but that was at um, They they MSU lost them,
0: I think the I think the last time they lost to them on the road was that Adrian Payne senior, yeah, it's
1: year been team. Been a, it's a while. Ago. Um, and not just because Nebraska's not doing so well. I mean, they aren't. But again, that's a team that they haven't had that much trouble beating on the road. Um, and last road game of February, at Maryland. Now a good team, Maryland. Um, possible contender. I think likely contender by that by that point in the season. Because this will be, you know, nearing the end of the season. At this point, Michigan State has been beating them there. I think they're on a winning streak at whatever their arena is called. I think.
0: I think the last time they didn't play. Did we play there last year? I don't think we did.
1: Didn't play the. mm, We always do this. Yeah. I can remember. No, we went okay, the year before they definitely they won beat them. them there.
0: Yeah, that team was that Maryland team was not good that
1: year. And though. then the year before they I lost think on a buzzer beater. Oh yeah, um, Miles freshman year. Yep, Mellow Trimble. Yep. Okay. Well, at any rate, that wasn't a very good team. Not a place that in the most recent years with this you know version of MSU, which I would say last year and this year you could call this version of MSU, and the two before that was the sort of Miles Bridges version. You see where I'm going with this? Right. This version of MSU has been having trouble at those places. I look, and I'm being perfectly honest, uh, because Ryan and I both pretty much were, were not feeling good about the Indiana game. We said that in the podcast. In the month of February, the only road game I look at that I see as an issue, a big issue, Illinois. And then when we get to Maryland, I think I, I,
0: yeah, you kind
1: of... See, because Maryland could be one way or the other, I think. They could have, like, really disappointed by then, or they could be right there by then. Illinois might not be there. You know, this is speculation. Um, Maryland, if it's a maybe. Illinois, though, that's the one I circle. Road game coming up. Um, Okay, uh, so... So, to (laughs) take a little mini-break in between basketball. It's a little bit of football going on right now. It's a little bit of sort of transferring, sort of player news. Um, Ryan, why don't you uh, enlighten us? Okay, so
0: MSU's been apparently in the market for a transfer quarterback. I don't to what extent, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's I've read that MSU has inquired about Chase Bryce. I don't know if he if it is too... A large extent, or if they're just kicking the tires to see where it goes. But he's the he's the transfer from Clemson. Uh, he hasn't played much, but I mean, he he had a game winning drive one in one game when uh, I, I think Kelly Bryant got hurt, and uh, he wound up he wound up leading a game winning drive. Um, I saw today that MSU's uh, recruiting like the official page Twitter page. Followed Peyton Ramsey today, who's the former Indiana quarterback, uh, who is grad transferring. But I mean, he got beat out by Michael Penix. But that's he's a guy who has played a lot. He is a guy with experience. Uh, I I would love to bring in either one of these guys. I mean, even if the guy doesn't work out, you got somebody who can bring in some competition. Um, and I it, it looked like MSU was also apparently they were taking a look at. Uh, a DB transfer who just put his name in the portal from Clemson, who was a really – not Clemson, Alabama, who was a really highly rated uh, defensive back recruit. So that's another guy to keep an eye on. So it looks looks like, to my surprise, MSU is trying to look into the transfer portal to hopefully improve the team for this upcoming year. But I I feel – I've felt strongly about this for a while. I feel like you kind of need to bring in a grand transfer quarterback so you can give some competition to these guys. Because I don't want to be—I I, just—I really don't want to be going into the season with and Lombardi as our starting quarterback. I just would not feel good about that whatsoever. So that's your football update. Again, nothing on coaching news. The longer this drags out, the worse I feel. Just do something, make <laughs> a
1: downside, please. Uh yeah, I think the longer it goes the less likely you're gonna get what you want. Yep. But remains to be seen, so we can move on. It is the offseason for football. Not a lot going on. That's why we are heavily focused on basketball. Okay. We're gonna do the previews of next week's games. Um we decided that Um Northwestern on uh Wednesday, team we've already played Washington. Wisconsin as well, but here's the uh, preview for Northwestern. They're going to get destroyed. <laughs> it's not going to be
0: pretty. I I feel like this is going to be really, really
1: ugly. Um, And you could say, well, it was only, whatever, five points. They had a guy who went off. And I, it's just not going to happen. It shouldn't have been five points. Yeah. And MSU wasn't playing quite as well. And... um. This is at the Breslin, so... It shouldn't be It's, I think the likeliness, or likelihood, that at some point in the second half, MSU does their classic run and breaks at the 15-20, and the game is essentially over and the place is going crazy, I put that at a very high probability, if you uh, sort of read me. Um, if this is any different than that, close game, whatever. If MSU were to lose, devastating. Absolutely devastating. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else we need to say about Northwest. No. We've, this, we've this seen not, him play. Not going to be a close game. We've seen him play, and uh, I don't expect it to go well for Northwestern. Um, in terms of the betting, because this is a – was it 16? Yep. 16-point favorite for MSU. Ken Palm. Ken Palm, um, of course. Um, what do you think, Brian? I think MSU covers it. Oh, dude, this is the hardest. <laughs> I, I just, I just, that's gonna sure. be the score. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be really ugly. I, it's so hard for me to take 16 just on principle. I'm going to take Northwestern to cover, but that being said, I've already said we're gonna destroy them. Um, and you know what? I feel like MSU is gonna win by 16 on the dot, so we'll just split for whatever reason. Um, I'm gonna take Northwestern plus 16. Okay, Wisconsin, we've seen the play. This is at the Kohl Center, though. Um, MSU is favored by one on Ken Palm. Wisconsin plays tonight, too, by the way. Uh, Interesting. And who are they playing? They're playing at Iowa. On the road. Um, Of course, you know, MSU also has a game in between. Um, So, you know, we saw them play. Wisconsin didn't shoot that well at the Breslin. But also, they just didn't do most things well. MSU kind of had their way with them. Um, a couple of defensive lapses on MSU's part here and there, but it was really just MSU the entire game. Um, I guess you would say, just off the bat, Cole Center. They get probably calls in their favor, but you know if they're not hitting those threes, I don't know how Wisconsin. And wins. it's
0: it's really not the same place as it used to be. Where when they had Bo Ryan as their coach, I just feel like they've taken a. Pretty large size step back since Bill Ryan will to Greg Guardsman, the coach because they're recruiting his kind of tailpipe and their fans are upset about it. They didn't get either of the housers, thank God. Uh Wisconsin fans are mad about that? Oh, just just a I'm little just a little bit upset, you know. No. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear at all. <laughs> Um so I mean it's just I was I don't view Wisconsin the same way I used to. I they, I, I really don't I, I don't I don't I used to go into a game at Cole at the Cole Center just like oh god we're gonna we're really gonna get we're gonna get killed we're gonna or oh, we're gonna lose in a heartbreaking fashion yeah
1: and you're right
0: I I just don't go into there anymore thinking oh yeah I'm not feeling good about this
1: this is a similar situation in my opinion to Minnesota a team that really just has been virtually owned by this Cassius Winston version of MSU. Um, on a beating. losing streak, a big one, but also at home to this team. And also, played MSU already and lost big. I mean, these this couldn't be more parallel. Wisconsin plays so slow against a team that's going to play so fast, and we saw it. Wisconsin can't stop them from playing fast. If they could do that like Purdue, they'd have a chance. They couldn't. Um, maybe they do adjust their game plan, but... <laughs> Greg Gard has had plenty of chances, and he hasn 't gotten it right. Um, I think this is also a win for m s u handily, and i don 't know what Handily means. Are they going to cover one point? I guess i'm going to have to say yes, yep um, I think that they win, yep. and it's relatively comfortable because that 's just how it 's gone, and that 's how I think um, it was always it had been going against Minnesota at the barn, um, just sort of taking the crowd out early and the rest is history. Um, again, we saw them play already. Nobody was really that impactful. I can't even re- remember it. Reverse, Reverse yeah. was maybe Maybe it was decent. Yeah, do you that was think it? he's going to hit three straight threes? Right. No, it's no. not going to happen again. So, and that's it. Just hitting some outside shots. You're never going to be MSU doing that. Yep. It's just not going to happen. You have to win inside like Indiana did, like Purdue did, um, like Duke did. And the Virginia Tech game off the table because I wasn't even on this continent. <laughs> um, anyway, um, you all set on that game? Yep. That's on sev- uh, Saturday? Uh, that is geez. Saturday. Saturday yep. at 1 yep. um, in Madison. Okay. So, picks. It's pick time. Let's do it. All right. We um, both are still beating in quotes Vegas now. Was it the first three games?
0: Yes, the, the first three games are Vegas sprints.
1: So, our first three picks here are going to be actual Vegas lines. And this is on remember, this is on Monday night, so it might fluctuate, from, of course. Yeah. And yeah, whatever we say, that's the line we're picking. You right. know. that's how it goes. But um, these first three are actual lines, and then the rest are just Ken Vaughn. And I have seen some variation, but not huge. It's generally pretty close, actually. Uh, Okay, so first team is home team. Um, Iowa is hosting Wisconsin. Uh, Hawkeyes are six and a half point favorite. That game is in,
0: I think, an hour and a half. I guess it starts at 9 o'clock. So uh, I've got Iowa covering the spread.
1: Wait, none of these are any of these games going right now? No. Wait. Oh, those are tomorrow. Those are tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's the Nebraska, Michigan, and Rutgers Purdue games are tomorrow. Okay, good. I didn't want that game to be going. <laughs> <been>. um, yeah, <sighs> Wisconsin's been good on the road, but Iowa's been great at home. Six and a half. Whew.
0: I think Garza goes off again. They just.
1: They yeah, really I'll pick up. them because of home and Garza. But, man, I, I could see this being an Iowa win by, like, three or something, you know. So we're both taking Iowa? Yep. Okay. Go ahead, Ryan.
0: Nebraska is at home and Michigan is favored by four. I actually think Nebraska is going to win this game outright. <laughs> I will pick Nebraska. I think, I think the wheels are falling off in Ann Arbor.
1: Headline. No Xavier Simpson. I think probably no livers. Right? Look, I would be
0: absolutely shocked if Isaiah Livers played in this game.
1: Let's just assume he isn't, because otherwise, what are you doing, Michigan? Right. Um, Shouldn't have played on Saturday. And, and they're, they're playing right. at Nebraska, who has beaten, you know, a couple teams there. Michigan's losing every game.
0: <laughs> Michigan is worse than Purdue, and who uh, I can't—they beat somebody else at home. I can't remember who it was, but they they beat in teams that are... They beat Iowa. They beat Purdue and Iowa at home, and Michigan is worse than that.
1: So you're taking home dog, you know, especially against a bad team. Yep. I think that's just a smart bet. Even if Michigan wins the game and whatever, Uh, home dog against a team that's losing all of their games, it's probably a good bet. Okay. Last Vegas bet. Um, Rutgers is hosting Purdue Rutgers Three point favorites I've got Rutgers The man. Purdue They're so hot and cold I
0: I just think they're a different team
1: Away from Mackey And I think Mm.
0: Rutgers is Playing very well I mean they, they barely beat Nebraska on Saturday
1: But they still found a way to win This one is tough Do they beat Purdue you know what I'm going to take Purdue with points just because I could do you, see Rutgers win by one or something um, do I think who will win yeah. I, it's hard for me to tell that's like a coin flip for me for real um, and you took I Rutgers alright we picked this game I was we both picked MS, I picked MSU to cover I did the points, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So MSU Northwestern Ryan's got MSU to cover sixteen. I don't. It's just a big number. Penn State's hosting Indiana. Penn State five point favorites. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Midian Lions. I think they they cover that. Indiana has been a terrible team away. Yep. So I will agree with you. And Curtis Jones for Penn State going against
0: his former team. I think he has a big game at home.
1: Indiana had a big week, too, and it kind of lost in heartbreaking fashion. I could see them coming in with just a little less energy than, you know, they had before. Um, Illinois hosting Minnesota. Illinois, five-point favorites.
0: That seems like a really low line to me because I think Illinois is going to cover. I I, I think I thought it would
1: be like around like eight. Part of me just wants to pick against Illinois because <laughs> they're the contender, but um, yeah, they'll probably cover. You said Illinois, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, Maryland is hosting Iowa. Maryland, five point favorites. I I don't
0: think Maryland's lost a home game. They might. I I can't remember where the Seton Hall game was that they lost, but I I I think Maryland's just. A different, again, a different team at home, kind of like.
1: Yeah, and I was I one know. of those that they just kind of are different on the road too. So yep. I'm going to take Maryland, as well as you, five point favorites. Wisconsin hosting MSU. We both picked MSU to cover this, and we both picked MSU to cover one point.
0: Okay, go ahead, Ryan. This. Seems like a high line to me. Ohio State at home, favored by seven against Indiana. I'm taking Indiana because Ohio State has been god
1: awful lately. And Indiana had their way with Ohio mm. State. I'm gonna take that too because seven points is kind of big for a team that hasn't been great, like you said. Man, we're picking all the same things. But... <laughs> I know, man.
0: I think we've got one different, Yeah, we got
1: one different pick. Okay, Rutgers hosting Michigan. Rutgers, one Rutger, point. Rutgers is. Actually technically the away team in this game
0: Oh yes yeah. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's at they, they planned this I think a couple of years ago And this game is actually at MSG Which is hilarious Because it's going to be like m- Maybe at best 50-50 for Michigan
1: This is a, If any year there was going to be Rutgers fans This would be the year yep. um, Yeah I, I can't believe I just said that uh, We knew Yes this is neutral This is a neutral site MSG Actually counts as Michigan's. They 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 they
0: gave up a home game to go play Madison Square. And
1: I've heard the reasoning is because uh, Beeline wanted to play in New York. They get the opportunity, they pick it. So, um, and back then it's like Rutgers, yeah, Yeah, we'll play Rutgers anywhere. (laughs) Um, Wasn't the greatest um, long sight there, but (laughs) uh, it's funny how this came to (laughs) kind of came to fruition for them. Um, Rutgers one point favorite, MSG. I'm against taking, a terrible team? Yep. Yeah, I'm taking runners. Oh, man. It's hard to pick anything for Michigan. Yeah,
0: I, I I honestly, like, the only team I see them just flat out beating on the road at this point, I, I, I guess away from home, is Northwestern. I think they lose against almost every single other room game they play.
1: Let, let me throw this at you. Michigan is technically, you know, a bigger brand. Do you think Rutgers, with all the spotlight, playing at Madison Square Garden, you think that moment might get a little too big for them? No. You know what? I have to throw in a wrench here. I'm going to take Michigan. It's only one point. One point, you know, it's basically a pick em, but you're taking Rutgers, right? Yep. It's good for us to split anyway. Yep. Um, uh, go ahead. Nebraska at
0: home against Penn State. Penn State's
1: favored by eight points.
0: I am going to go with Nebraska to cover that. Hmm.
1: Eight points, home favorite. See, the thing is. Oh, man. I'm going to give the home dog the points. You also did, right? Yep. All right, Northwestern is hosting Purdue. Purdue, five-point favorites.
0: Purdue is a different team away f- from Mackey, but I think that Northwestern is so bad that Purdue will cover this.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and agree with you. Um, they're just it's easy to pick against yep. Northwestern. Okay, last pick of the week. Iowa is hosting Illinois. Iowa. Five
0: point favorites. I mean, I want to go with Iowa here, but I just give it because I, I they're a really good home team. But I I, I honestly think Illinois is going to cover this. I don't know why. I have a feeling they will. I think Iowa just Sumu has a big game. I I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Illinois to cover that.
1: Uh, I don't know if they win, but.
0: I think they cover a five. I'm
1: going to take Illinois because I think it's possible Iowa wins, but close. Um, I really wanted to pick Iowa just to be different from you, but I, then I I have to not be affected by your picks. I've got to pick it my way. Exactly. Um, I think it would be better to give, yeah, Illinois some points. I mean, you give MSU five points anywhere, I'm probably just going to pick them blindly. Um, you, you know, forget Purdue, whatever, that would be one time so far, <laughs> uh, yeah, Illinois, all right, and to update, you know, I had an okay week, and Ryan was kind of uh, average, but I am 16, 7, and uh, 2, 2 being there were push bets, um, sort of, the spread was exact. Uh, Ryan, of course, he, he's going to always have the same amount of draws as me, or pushes. Um, he's 12, 11, and 2. So, still up, though. Um, which I think, you know, goes to show something. But we're we're beating it. Even though it's not necessarily Vegas. That'd be funny if we went 0-3 on the Vegas bet. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Vegas has black magic. Um, anyway, um, we aren't actually making these bets, but... Um, I think it's fun just to talk about the other Big Ten games and see what we think about them. Um, Did you have anything left on here? Anything you can think of? I that pretty much covers everything. I can't really think
0: of anything like basketball. There's nothing new for basketball recruiting. I
1: wanted to. I wanted to say this earlier. Probably should have, but just to close out. I think Aaron Henry is going to start on Wednesday. I think that Malik Hall's going to start on Wednesday. Um, if he didn't, wouldn't be shocked, like you said. Um, if Bingham started, but then Malik just played like all the minutes or whatever, you know, most of the minutes, wouldn't be shocked. But he's really kind of, you know, he's a freshman. He's kind of rounding into four man. He looks strong. He's got some of those strong finishes. He had a big board that led to a three yesterday. I don't know if you recall the play, but... I mean that was huge. The moment he got it, I knew. You know, it just was such a classic MSU is gonna hit a three off offensive board play. Um, he's starting to look like, because I think we talked about this. None of the fours, other than just Marcus's pure length and size, none of them have really done anything to, like, really distance themselves from each other. And it's just his, God-given gifts that people think. He's distanced himself. I'm thinking that, um, you know, as the season's progressing, Malik is starting to show that he might have the best toolbox. And, you know, me and you, we're on this Malik Hall train. I don't know if you've changed your mind, but, I mean, from since Moneyball and throughout, you know, there were a couple games where Bingham made me almost change my mind, that Illinois game. Um, and there will be, you know, don't get it wrong, when they play in Illinois, Bingham is going to be, Heavily involved, right? He's going to be matchup. I think you're going to see Hall in clutch moments if he's not in foul trouble. I think he's going to be their, their guy. I mean, he's hitting free throws. He's hit whatever small amount of shots he's taken. He's a good finisher. Now that he's starting to rebound, especially offensive rebounds, we're talking about a player that it's going to be hard for Izzet to, I mean, knowing him, it's going to be hard for Izzet to keep him off the court. I mean, somebody needs to play that position. He's starting to show that You know he could be that guy. Um, So anyway, that's just my take. Either whoever starts wouldn't surprise me. If it's not Malik Hall or Marcus Bingham, then I would be surprised. But I think it's going to be Malik Hall. I don't think there's any reason to change what happened. I mean, Marcus didn't even play. You think he's just five minutes, and then he's going to start on Wednesday? I don't know, man. Maybe something happened. We don't know. I think he's. I think he's going
0: to start. I don't think he's
1: going to get the bulk of the minutes again. They might, they might just put them in for that tip. I don't know if there's any, any um, weight to that, but I guess um, we can wrap up with that. Uh, Ryan and I are both expecting a two and a week from MSU. I guess if they go one and one. Oh, and I, I
0: I just don't. I don't want to lose the Northwestern game. <laughs> I just, oh and 2 <laughs> well, of
1: course. <laughs> oh and 2 would be an absolute disaster. Yep. But 1-1, one one, you know, we're saying it would be the Wisconsin game they lose. Yep. I don't think that would be good because then you might, you know, then my theory of, you know, they're not that bad on the road. They just played good road environments for them. That would be out the window. I think we you might have to start to wonder a little bit. If they were to lose to that Wisconsin team, it's a solid, but... You know, I think that, then you start to think, okay, this might be, you know, a little less of what we thought they were. Anyway, um, that's all we had, guys. So, um, go green. Go white.